Hello, A's fans, and welcome back to another Athletics Baseball podcast with your host, Taylor. Today is just a quick game coverage episode on the really exciting win over the Guardians on Tuesday. It was 4-3, to three, and the A's got a walk-off win in the bottom of the ninth. If you listened to the previous episode or kept up with the results of the A's games since the season has started, then you've known that the A's basically have been struggling offensively and pitching-wise. In the first three games against the Angels, the A's only scored three runs and gave up 20. In Monday's really disappointing loss against the Guardians, the A's bats finally woke up, scored 11 runs, but... Between fielding errors and pitching issues, Cleveland scored 12 in a 10-inning game there. This game was much better. There were still some fielding issues, but the pitching looked way better. J.P. Sears was responsible for all three of the runs that the A's gave up in that game, but he went 4.2 innings and only walked one batter, but he did give up eight hits. One of them was a home run. He looked pretty good out there. And Zach Jackson came in, struck out three in one and a third. Danny Jimenez came in in the seventh and went one and two-thirds innings, one walk, one strikeout. Sam Mole pitched a third, just one out, nice and clean, and then Trevor May with the really impressive stat line here. And he had a great day, one inning, one walk, one strikeout, no runs. He walks away with a win as the closer here, getting a win, putting him at a 2-1 and one record. So Trevor May probably has the most wins in baseball for, for pitching right now. That's kind of that's kind of a funny thing there. I'm sure it will not last past next week, maybe. But for now, Trevor May, winningest pitcher in baseball. Offensively, the A's batters walked four times and got six hits. And it felt like more production than that actually happened in this game because... Most of those hits were extra base hits. Ruiz had a double. Loriano had a double. Seth Brown had a double. I guess half of those hits were extra base hits. And Tony Kemp had two singles. And Carlos Perez, the backup catcher for the A's, also had a single. Two of the runs for the A's came in the third inning. After Ryan Noda took a walk, Carlos Perez hit a single driving Nota over to third, and then Ruiz hit a nice double. Chase Peterson hit the sack fly to bring Carlos Perez home, and those were the first two runs that the A's scored. Cleveland scored two runs in the fourth and one in the fifth, putting them up by one run, but then in the sixth inning, Tony Kemp hit a single, stole second for the only steal of the A's offensively this game, And then he was driven over to third on a ground out by Diaz. And 
then scored off of a wild pitch. So we tied the game off the wild pitch and then didn't manage to put any more runs across the plate there until the ninth inning where it all just sort of came back alive. It all started off again, just like the third inning there for the A's, with Ryan Nota getting the leadoff walk. And instead of Carlos Perez driving him over, Ruiz grounded out, driving Nota over to second. And then Tony Kemp, with two outs on the board already, walked up on the first pitch, I believe, and just hit a a great single into right field that drove Noda home. And Noda's a big guy, but he's pretty quick. He's got some speed. It wasn't a deep hit, it was just a line drive into right field, so of course they were trying to throw him out there. He was going in from second base, so he had a long run to go. And the throw was not online, and even if it was a perfect, perfectly placed throw, it still would have been pretty close, and I think Noda might even have got it anyway, because he was, he was moving. And this game and the result from it was something that the A's players and fans all needed, and I think the management as well. If you saw the, if you saw the interview with Katse after Monday's game, you could you could tell he was not happy because that was a game that the A's should have won, and that's he said the same thing, and that game felt like it should have ended like this. So to get this win like this in this fashion should hopefully do a lot to lift the spirits of the players and a couple good wins like this and a nice start to the season and hopefully the fans start getting into it more as well and get some better attendance out there. I know there's a lot of factors going into the attendance issues for the A's right now, but if you, you know, if the team is winning, then I think that people will be showing up. And I don't even mean fighting for first place in the division, just if the team is solidly not a 100-loss team, then I think that will be enough for a lot of A's fans. Not not to, like, sell out or anything like that, but just to not be quite as embarrassing with the attendance. At this point, I, I feel like any A's fan who's not just totally done and not a fan anymore, basically, I feel like everyone who's still an A's fan at this point is just sick of hearing about the A's low attendance. Nobody outside of A's fans who have been paying attention to the team and what's been going on can really understand why it's as bad as it is attendance-wise at this point. The fans are there. They just, one, need to know that the A's are staying in Oakland, and two that the A's are not going to just be a 100-loss team forever. And there's a lot of other factors that go into this as well, but I think those are probably the two biggest. 
anytime you get rid of your best players, your attendance is going to take a hit. But once you start winning again, put together a decent team, it should just recover. Anyway, more game insight. The patience at the plate in that game was really, really good and a a huge key, I think, in getting that result. Just the amount of pitches that these guys are taking is really high and I think is facilitating a, a lot better quality offense from a lot of these guys where I think they get a better feel on what the pitcher is throwing out there that day after they've seen a few more pitches. They get more of a sense of the timing and the rhythm, and then they also get to just often wait for a better pitch to hit. And being overly impatient, being overly obsessed with trying to hit the long ball, those can be really detrimental to these guys' plate approaches and and the results that they get. So I'm loving the patience at the plate that I'm seeing. Noda, uh, Loriano, Jace Peterson, I mean, just across the board, I think it's great. And now I think we need to talk a little bit about the not-so-great from the game, which was a little bit of Little League-looking fielding error sort of situations there. I don't want to start any rumors or speculation unfounded here, but the only thing that I can think of that could be causing what I was seeing, not the only thing, I guess, but something that I thought of that popped up to me as a potential cause is just guys not really gelling together as a team yet. I mean, we've got a handful of vets that were on the team last year, a handful of young guys with not a lot of big league experience, and a handful of vets from around the league who were from different teams all individually. And I'm not saying that anyone has an issue with each other or anything like that necessarily, but I just don't think that they're maybe gelled up yet. And I think that wins can go quite a ways to shore stuff like that up and get a little bit more team unity going on. What I'm talking about, what I was seeing was guys either not calling the ball or not hearing each other call the ball or potentially the worst possibility coming in for a ball and hearing your teammate call it and not having faith in your teammate to make the play and trying to make it yourself. I mean, there needs to be, I think, uh, at this point, an established pecking order of who backs off for who, because it happened twice. One was Tony Kemp coming out from second base to make a play on a short, low fly ball, I, I guess. little, Just a little pop right out into the short outfield there. And Astori Ruiz came in on it, and they had a near miss and a dropped ball and allowed the Guardians to 
get into the game. I mean, that one was in the fifth inning and allowed the run that put the Guardians ahead of the A's at that point. And we were lucky to get out of the inning when we did, so the morale didn't get any worse. And the second one, the same same thing happened. It was Noda and Carlos Perez. Carlos Perez is newer to the team and these guys as well. Noda's been there all spring training. Carlos Perez came in just at the tail end of spring training. He was working out with another club, I believe. And that one, nobody scored, but it was just a pop-up foul ball between first base and home plate. And Noda was coming in on it, and Perez was backing up to it. And I don't know if they just didn't hear each other or what happened there, but I think either one of them would have been able to make the play on that ball. They just got in each other's way. And if it happens every once in a while, then, you know, it. let me rephrase. If it happens very, very rarely, then it's something that you say, wow, that sucks, but stuff happens, move on. Twice in one game. <laughs> and stuff like this has been happening. It Like Monday's game as well, just defensive miscues, errors, and... This team is supposed to be a a solid defensive team. We're supposed to be combining the huge field of the the huge foul territory of the Coliseum with top-notch defense to help our pitchers out and basically get their ERA under where it would be in a different ballpark. So if our defense is not firing on all cylinders here, then we're basically going to be missing one of our biggest strengths as a team, which is the ability with a great defense to to help our pitchers out. And so that, that one with Noda and Perez there didn't really result in anything bad in the end, but it was missing an out. And then we had to make up for it by getting another out somewhere else. All in all, it was a great game. I loved seeing it. Really nice to see this team wake up a little bit offensively and have a nice day on the mound, get us that win. And we got one more game against the Guardians on Wednesday when this episode will be out. That one starts at 12.37 p.m. So we got a nice day game for the team and then a a day off following. So we got a chance to get our first series win tomorrow on Wednesday and then we have a 13 game stretch before our next break we started off with Tampa Bay and then go to Baltimore well thanks for tuning in to another episode of Athletics Baseball Podcast see you next time